Monday told us Shir 82, so he's explaining the greatness of the Yidin over the Goyim and how all the nations of the world were busy with um, silliness. So he says that a Yid has to appreciate is a concept, Yisrein Ha'armin Ha'chayshech. The only way you appreciate something is when you see its contrast. A person only appreciates health when he either meets somebody, their Achman al-Sana is not healthy, or when he himself is not healthy. Then he appreciates health. He said even the great, a very loyal Yid can lose sight of his greatness unless he contrasts it to the nations of the world. In order for us to thank the Rabbeinu Shalalam for making us Yidin, we first have to realize how fortunate we are that we are not a guy, which is why we don't we do not say Shasani Yisrael, we say Shalayasani Gai. Because that's the contrast that helps us realize Shasani Yisrael. Now he explains that what he just described is not something that we made up. He said they themselves write about their own cultures everything that he described the past uh, few years. He says our records described our Zedas, our Avis, kindly, humble. In their records, they described their cruelty arrogance and obviously they're to be believed because they always try to hide their chesreinus and their defeats the Mitriam left in their inscriptions no hint of any makis or anything that happened in the Kriyas Yamsef doesn't say anywhere in Egyptian literature what happened there Sancheirev's monuments are busy boasting about what he accomplished. It doesn't say one word about the fact that he was killed out by the gates of Yerushalayim. By Kalei Yisrael, every single chesarin that Kalei Yisrael had is magnified, spotlighted. Musr, everything is, uh, is analyzed. So now, the question is, if this is true, that there's such a big difference between Klai Yisrael and the world, so how does the world not recognize the greatness of Klai Yisrael? Like, it's pretty open, pretty clear. So he says he's going to discuss a secret that we'll see later, but he says a person has to realize that there was a mountain of lies that was placed on Klai Yisrael. He said, based on a medrash, that... One of the most cruel aspects of what the Goyim do is that they blame us for something that they do themselves. And the Medish gives examples. Yosef, who refused to yield to temptation, the wife of Petifar had the chutzpah to accuse him of the crime that she herself was going to do. And he was clean. He says, these accusations keep coming again and again and again until the truth is buried under it. He gives an example. The ancient writers 
I can't even pronounce their names. Pasadinius, I know who these people are. He says, they say that when Antiochus came into the Besamekdash, he entered and he found a golden head of a donkey. Okay, that's what they, that's they write. Now, this comes from people who worshipped Avedizar, that's what they did. And they made this accusation against Kalah Yisrael that never dreamed of serving Avedizar. Another example, they say that our forefathers, this is also from ancient writers, in the book History of the Jews, they say that our forefathers were Egyptian lepers who were thrown out of Mitzrayim because of their disease. Now again, they're accusing Klal Yisrael who threw a leper out of the city, right? A person at Saras, he was thrown out, he was isolated. Typical example of accusing Klal Yisrael of something that they're completely removed from. They made that anti- they claimed that Antiyach is found inside the Kedush HaKadoshim, inside the Heichel Shkech HaVitzchak, a man lying on a bed that he was being fattened as preparation to be a human sacrifice. Now, that's obviously something that the Goyim did, the Yidin never did it. He said, and some of these lies were recorded by Tacitus, who was considered one of the most eminent of the Roman historians. And he said, this same fellow admits that Yidin would not marry foreign women. He says that they're the most prostination on earth. And this could come from a Roman who has the chutzpah to say it about Klai Yisrael, that no one comes close to Klai Yisrael in decency compared to the Romans for sure. He says that the Yidin are taught to have their parents, meaning treat their parents, children, and brothers with contempt. They don't have respect for other people. They're lazy on the seventh day because they're, uh, they're just lazy people. They don't eat pig because in Mitzrayim they had some sort of pig uh, machla. And they put an image of a donkey in their Kodesh HaKadoshim. This is what he writes. Now this is the character of one of the most Choshev historians. So obviously the lesser ones are not going to be any better than that. He says, and the Greeks, same thing. And they themselves accuse each other of lying. He brings from different historians that accuse other ones of lying. He says, all the historians of history could lie because no one's going to ever be able to expose them. No one knows what happened thousands of years ago, so no one's ever going to know the difference. And why shouldn't they? Their purpose is money and to attain fame. And therefore, they lie. They simply lie. And the modern historians are no better. Except that today, you can expose a falsehood because there's better communication. But the many historians of the communist lands where you couldn't expose any falsehoods obviously are full of distortions. 
he says, even in the freelance, freelance, for example, historians write according to what the people want to write. For example, he says, it's interesting, he says the Revolutionary War in America is described in British history books in a totally different manner than the way it's described in American history books. Now, something that didn't happen so long ago, should be pretty clear, he says, it's all baloney, because they write what people want to hear, and they write what their countrymen want to hear, right, the British are not going to be masking to the American view of the Revolutionary War, so they write it differently. So basically, the the um, history, for a large part of it, is a bunch of lies. And therefore, just because they write negative things, he gave different examples, just because they write negative things about Kalal Yisrael, we see clearly that they're full of lies and they only write whatever is popular, whatever will get what we call clickbait in today's generation. And the same concept happens here. A person will make up whatever he wants to, uh, to sell a book or to sell something. I remember once, it was a Yiddish newspaper. I remember I was, um, I was once in Brooklyn for Shabbos and it was Parshas Mishpatim. And they were writing, so those that this year has got a good example, because this year I believe the Haftarah of Parshas Mishpatim is a very strange Haftarah. You don't lean it so often, because it's usually Parshish Kalim, it's usually around Purim time. Like this year, which is an Ibriyar, it's very possible we're going to lay. Sometimes it's Rishchidosh. It's very possible we'll lay the Haftarah of Parshish Mishpatim. One of our listeners asked, what am I thinking of Yitzchak for every night? So sometimes it's for the tea and sometimes it's for the Chumash. But anyway, they, um, so if you look at Parshish Mishpatim, this is interesting, Haftarah. And before the Haftarah, our school gives a whole shtickle tire. If it's a regular year, Shabbos before Shchaydish, Yulain, Shkalam. If Shchaydish falls on Shabbos, Yulain. If it's Shabbos, Yulain. If Shchaydish, Adarishin falls on. Okay, it's a very complicated Haftarah. It's not so often that we lay in the Haftarah of Parshish Mishpatim. But what's interesting about the Haftarah of Parshish Mishpatim is the last two psukim we skip backwards. That means. The Haftar is Perak Lamadalad, and when we get to the end, we skip to Perak Lamad Gimel. We go backwards. And the halacha is, the Gemara says you're not supposed to skip backwards. So the question is why we skip backwards in Parshish Mishpatim. So one year, Parshish Mishpatim, I was in Brooklyn, and I don't know, whatever, wherever I was staying, they had a, one of the Heilige Erlach Hayyidish newspapers, and he was saying how Parshish Mishpatim, they lay in this Haftar. It's not such a common Haftarah. I was probably, how old was I then? I would guess I was probably newly married, probably 24, something like that, 23. So he writes that the last time this happened was 30 years ago. That's the last time they laid this Haftarah. I think he said Baruch 30 years ago, something like that. Very long time, I don't know exactly how many years. Now that's baloney because my Parmitzah Parsha is Parsha and I laid the Haftarah, Parmitzah Parsha. And it was, I was approximately 24, 25 when this happened. So it couldn't have been more than 12 years before. Max, 12 years, 12, 11 years before. And they have the ghoul 
to write in a newspaper. The last time, why don't you check up your facts? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, I decided 30, this is it's historical fact. Either it is or it isn't. It's pretty clear. But anyway, it ha- it's interesting. You have to understand the psychological reason behind it. But I, I, someone came over to me. They were discussing a certain thing about Hanukkah. So they told me that Hanukkah this year is Sunday to Sunday. They told me. Hanukkah starts on Sunday and it ends on Sunday. It's not true, by the way. Hanukkah does not go Sunday to Sunday. Now, I don't I'm not sure, like, I don't understand. Like, I, I just don't understand. <laughs> Hanukkah goes, it goes Friday to Friday this year. It's Thursday night to Thursday night. I know because they started handling what we're going to do night today. So, and it's like amazing. Okay? Hanukkah Sunday to Sunday. Like, at least... Even look at maybe look at last year's calendar. I don't know. It's just it's amazing how a person could just say something as a without without I don't know. I push no no. But anyway, you see the historians push and make up stories, and therefore to rely on what the historical books write is at best silly, at worst malicious, and that's Rabbi Miller's point that we can't trust the history books. <laughs>